when's the best time to plant a tree? 30 years ago. But the next best time is today. For me, for you, I mean, I can't have enough policies. I, I can't have enough death benefit. I can't have enough cash value. I can't have enough compounding. Hello and welcome to the Durham Talents channel. My name is Jesse Durham. For today's installment of our book review series in Arnelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker, we're discussing the last segment of part three, where he talks about expanding your system to accommodate all income. This is page 48 and 49. Here are the highlights. Your premiums should eventually be equal to your income. Rome wasn't built in a day. The longest journey starts with the first step. Eat an elephant one bite at a time. Okay. So over the course of your lifetime, on this journey of becoming your own banker, I mean, I started with one policy eight years ago. Now we have several policies, of course. And the amount of premium that we have paid has gradually and logically and sensibly increased. And eventually Nash says it should be equal to your income. And he poses the question, well, don't you deposit all of your income at the commercial bank and we do i mean we're even now at a day and time where there's direct deposit we don't even have the money touch base with us first it goes right to the commercial banks so yes we do deposit all of our income at the commercial banks so why would we not move in that direction reasonably for our own privatized banking system and then he asked another question of well, aren't the bankers living really well off of you making all of your deposits there? Yes. Yes, they are. They are living really well. And we, when we understand that we can benefit from that profitability ourselves, why wouldn't we deposit every dollar that we can into our own privatized banking system? And this secession from the conventional lending system is a change of paradigm. Often enough, if it's if it's appropriate, I'll ask a prospective client if they've seen the Matrix movie. It's just this this red pill, blue pill moment where you can realize with a new perspective that there's this other paradigm wherein you can become your own banker and, and what that experience is all about. You know, and really at that point I would say I'm thinking of a a phrase that I hear James Nethery use often, which is, it's all conversation until someone writes a check. I mean, I know this is a book review series, and this might not be the first video or podcast or audio that somebody is hearing for the first time about infinite banking. And yet, even when we are talking about expanding your system, it's all conversation until you write a check. I mean, do you realize how quickly time has gone by. I mean, if you're a parent, I mean, just think back about when the kids were a different age or a different age or a different age and what that's like and how quickly time goes by. Married, I've been married to my wife now. This will be 23 years since we first started courting. We're coming up on 16 years married this fall. That time has flown by. I mean, it's a lot of history, and and yet at the same time, that time has flown by. So what I'm saying is, even when it comes to expanding your system, when's the best time to plant a tree? 30 years ago. But the next best time is today. For me, for you, I mean, I can't have enough policies. I, I can't have enough death benefit. I can't have enough cash value. I can't have enough compounding. Um, 
So we're talking about expanding your system, okay, over the course of time, logically, reasonably, but also imaginatively. So let's all be proactive and proactive in that regard as well. And against this paradigm, there's some territory that Nash covers on, on this section of, of peer pressure and the conventional system and our prior habits and the conventional wisdom of the financial gurus that are out there with their shows and whatnot. We're, we're constantly going to be going up against that. And we have to learn to, to tune that noise out. Nash would often call it the noise. We have to learn to tune that out. You know, what I would say is even in the darkest of places, a little bit of light does a lot, a whole lot. So we need to focus on the light, not the darkness. So as you're expanding your system, that could look different ways. Maybe such as in my, mine and my wife's case, you know, as we had children, we ended up getting more policies by having policies on our children. So we have policies on ourselves, of course, and and now we have policies on our children. But again, too, when you're using these policies for banking and you begin to recapture interest dollars that otherwise would have gone to how you were conventionally financing vehicles or, or what have you, like we covered in this most recent section of the book review, the different ways of financing a vehicle, and you start getting that capital into your system, you're just going to get to a point where you're uncomfortable with the amount of money that you do have cash or liquid or in the commercial banks. And it just is going to be a natural progression where expense has gone down or income has gone up. Something has changed and you just have too much money that's not funding your privatized banking system. So that's going to be a natural point where it makes sense to expand your system. And even beyond financing cars, when you get to where you're realizing, well, okay, I could be financing our property taxes, or I could be financing our own car insurance. Not Nash points out, you know, you could do that for collision and comprehensive, not not liability. Don't do that for liability. I keep liability insurance, but collision and comprehensive. I mean, when you get to the point where you can take care of that yourself because you're just that far along in, in being an honest banker and, and becoming your own banker. And then you can look at things like the the house mortgage or any investing that you want to do. Um, now on the on the house on the house, Nash does say, don't forget closing costs. You know all the all the fees, uh, giving a real market value. All those types of things are important. Again, be an honest banker. If you would have otherwise paid closing costs conventionally, do that yourself as well when you're handling that financing for yourself as your own banker and then of course he says that to speed up the process you know owning policies on other people is gonna is gonna help you with that you know we own policies on others than just those within our household here again there has to be insurable interest right there and that's another point why uh, where it matters who you're working with knowledgeable practicing professionals but that's that's expanding your system and, and the key points brought up there in the book. And remember this, when Nash is reviewing on page 50 like he does, when he's reviewing part three, and we're getting ready to go into part four, it's an exciting part. Remember that the greater the capitalization, 
the better your bottom line is going to be. So and you have to just deal with any hesitancy to pay premiums or to pay yourself interest to give your money a true market cost of of capital to make loan repayments to to have a plan because whose system is this who are we doing this for this is your bottom line so all that's going to do is better your bottom line and when you're comparing this way don't just forego overlooking the costly and lengthy manner of starting up a commercial bank to only consider its profits. Yes, yes, a bank is very profitable. A commercial bank, very, very profitable. More profitable than people realize. But they also did go through a lengthy and a costly capitalization phase. And when we're becoming our own banker, don't despise what, what you... <laughs> And, and it's glorious when, when you really do realize that even, even the first year of a policy, you mean it's possible to still access the, the lion's share, the, the majority of the capital that you've paid even in year one? It's, it's possible. I mean, when you look at that as if it were a brand new business, you mean I could start up a brand new business and still yet over the course of my first year, I can access the majority of the capital that took just for me to start that business up. That's amazing. But of course, it does get better. So you can't despise those first years because there is that capitalization phase. And when you get to the realization of, okay, well, time's going to go by either way. And at some point, I'm going to get to where I have more access to capital on a year-by-year basis, not even overall, but year-by-year, year-over-year, I have more access to capital than I've even paid in premiums. And, and I've realized that. I've realized that. We've, we've owned policies and used policies long enough to have realized that for ourselves. We have greater access to capital than we're even paying in premiums on some of those older, more mature policies. It's an amazing thing. So let's not overlook the work that goes into capitalizing our own privatized banking system and then the switch is flipped right you can earn the dividends you are recapturing interest dollars you are controlling this banking function you are the owner and then i'd like to give you a, a reference from scripture that nelson mentions here he mentions john fifteen eleven. it reads these things have i spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. So I hope that this has been helpful in discussing expanding your own privatized banking system. If you have any questions, let me know down in the comments or reach out to me directly. This has been a great pleasure for me. I look forward to our next conversation. Have a great day. Take care. This is the last part of part three, the last section of last... And we, when we understand that we can benefit from that profitability, profitability, I'm getting tongue-tied. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. Man, I got real tongue-tied on that one. I did. <laughs>